I once read a story about a man who was addressing a group of businessmen during the Great Depression, and during his speech, he took out a white sheet of paper that had just a very small black dot right in the middle of it. And he held that piece of paper up for everyone to see, and he asked them, what do you see? And they all said the same thing. We see a black dot. And he said, well, that's the problem, isn't it? We tend to focus on the one little black dot and fail to see the great field of opportunities all surrounding it. <laughs> he was teaching them to see the bigger perspective on things as they looked at troubling situations in front of them. And King David certainly had his own troubling situations in front of him, just like you and I have troubling situations that we can see in front of us. And sometimes it's so easy to focus on just those situations and forget something that David wants us to remember in Psalm 8. In verse 2, he says, God has set his glory above the heavens. In other words, he's kind of encouraging us to look up. When you get so locked in on the troubles in front of you, go, go look up. Look up in the sky, see if you can see the stars, see if you can see the moon. Be impressed again by God's glory, by his bigness, as a reminder that our God, the God who made all of this and the God who loves us, is bigger than anything that we're facing. And there are at least two times that we see Jesus Apply that perspective in his own ministry. At least two times I'm going to share with you. One of them is when he and his disciples were out with at least 5,000 people. They were on a mountainside. Jesus had been teaching all day. And there were, there were 5,000 men there, in addition to women and children. And they were all hungry at the end of the day. And they went searching for food. And they, they scrounged around and asked everybody what they had. And all they came up with was a couple of loaves and a couple of fish. Five loaves and two fish. And they said to Jesus, well, what good is this going to do? It's not enough. And Jesus said, bring it to me. And he did. And then he looked up. And he thanked his Father in heaven for the meager amount of food in front of him. And then he told his disciples to distribute it. And they went out. And of course, Jesus fed the 5,000, more than 5,000. Jesus remembered. There's a bigger perspective than what we see. And he applied it in his own life and ministry. The second time I want to highlight that Jesus looked up to the heavens was a different situation. It wasn't hungry bellies that were in need, but our hungry souls. The ones that are sometimes far too focused on ourselves. The ones that are very self-centered. The ones that get so locked in on our own needs sometimes we fail to see even just the needs of our neighbors or the people even right next to you and me. And as Jesus was hanging on the cross, it says he looked up to the heavens and he said something again. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And we know the answer. So that he could keep a promise to love you. So that you could walk through life knowing that the great big God, who's so much bigger than you and I could ever imagine, forgave you, loves you, and is watching over you. On what's in front of you, on what's right in the mirror, it's a little bit too troubling. Just look up like Jesus did. And remember that your big God is watching over you. Rest well tonight, my friends. <laughs>